Hey, Mimi's mouth drops when Spice claims she is privileged on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And over on Black Ink, Tati is brawling with basically everyone. And we welcome back everyone's favorite hustlers on T.I. and Tiny's Friends and Family Hustle. BH100, the podcast starts right now. The official podcast for all things V from reality and probably more because we're extra like that. My name is Easy Manoli, and if you don't know who I am, well, do me a favor and listen to last week's podcast and find out, boo. But of course, I am joined by Lejeune. Say hey, babe. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Easy. How are we doing? I'm great. How are you? I missed your face. I know. How was your week? I haven't been here. Busy, busy, busy body, but you know, it's better now that I have you. Oh, thank you. How was yours? How was your trip? Yeah, my trip was good. I was in Atlanta for about a good week. I was with Carly, Mimi, and Tokyo. Nice. She saw me pop up on her Instagram story. Oh, tell me more. She she inducted me into her BBB club, which is the Better Bussy Bureau. Oh, okay. Okay. If you don't know what that means, I suggest... Google it. I don't know, but don't Google image it because I'll be an issue. Right. Especially not at if you're in the building, not while you're at work. Yeah, no, no, no. NSFW. But no, I had a good time with the ladies. We had to get some marketing stuff done. Um, something that we're doing with Tokyo, I can't really reveal too much of it, but basically we got a lot of wardrobe changes going on. She kind of recorded an original song for something. Ooh. It's very cute. So I don't know if you remember last week I said how she texted me at 4 something in the morning and I, I thought do. it was a booty call. So this is the project that I was hitting her about, and yeah, so it's pretty, pretty cute, so I'm very excited for it. I'm, I'm loving like, that. I know, right? Hello. So check us out, check us out. But um, yeah, what's up with you? You're good? I'm d- chill like a villain, yeah. Okay, great. So I guess since we're talking about our, our Atlanta ladies, maybe we should get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. It seems like a natural a natural transition to go from your chat with the Love and Hip Hop ladies to just jump right into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I know. That's called a segue. Love a good segue. <laughs> so in case you didn't listen to last week's podcast. Boo! I, exactly. Boo you. However, you know, I got your back because I'm like that kind of person and I'm Greek. We're very hospitable people. So we have a thing called the Free Cap, which is a freestyle recap of our episode in Lejeune. That's right. Are you going to throw it down for me? I'm ready. I'm hype. I'm excited about this week's Free Cap. Uh, Me too. All All right. right. Uh, Let me count you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three, Uh, two. uh, 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 uh. Tokyo said, my worry about you. Laid out on that table, boo. Come for me. Uh Uh-uh, Shay. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to do it my way. Bam had the baby. Cece staying. Mama D had some type of way. And Uh. Kirk got Bama mama drama. He ain't tell Rashid about her. Pulling up to the meeting while he and her mama speaking. Spice with lies. Spice with lies. Cats confused. Mimi tight. Spice like you don't understand how it feel. What's the deal? Is this real? Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, thanks. You got me feeling like a gay DMX up here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Thank you for oh. that. So what was your highlight from the show? You know, this episode was so cute. You know, we can't, we can't let this episode go by without talking about... Um, Tokyo juicing. She is juicing, but the way she's juicing is pretty cute. Right, it's pretty cute. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that uh, Capri Sun was considered a 
juicing. Yeah, so in case people don't know, so the, my favorite line from Tokyo is, Capri Suns have 100% juice, and I'm juicing, so that's my diet right there. Right, and I, I died because literally uh, the man at the bodega at my corner store this weekend was trying to tell me I should get some for my son because it's 100% juice. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a thing. Like, people out in the streets are really thinking that they're doing better for themselves now ever since they've Change the label to say 100% juice. I know, but when you flip it on the nutritional facts side, you know, right. say otherwise. But no, no shade on Capri Sun. Yeah, now. not at all. No, no, no. I'm just saying you're not going to fight at the juice bar. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying it's not fresh pressed. But all right, so that was our little fluffiness, right? Obviously, we got to get into a more serious note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Spice and Mimi. That was a whole situation right there. Yeah, it was a whole situation. It was a lot. And to be honest, like, I feel like, you know, when you first learned about the drama and the whole situation with Spice and, you know, her lightening her skin, you're kind of like, Miss, what? Like, what? Like, you just automatically want to jump and attack. But to be honest, up until watching this episode, I never really thought about the societal structures that make things a little bit different for women of color in Jamaica and I can't even pretend to stand here and act like I can relate to some of what she's gone through as yeah. a darker skinned woman in Jamaica. So it's really, really tricky. But, you know, it's so many layers, you know, because I just feel like, you know, if you have this message, sis, more power to you. But at a certain point, it's like, are you doing this for your message or are you doing this and saying that it's for the cause? Like, is this something that you just really wanted to do? Because that's how it seems to me. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. You're an artist. So there are other ways to go about getting this message across if you want to reach people, unless this is just something that you want to do and you're hiding behind the message. I don't know. Yeah. And it's definitely a shock value that comes into it. Yeah. But as I watch this story play out, uh, maybe this is my little sensitive side coming out. It, deep down for me, whenever somebody feels like an outsider or they're just on their own, it just kills me. Mm. So I kind of get a little emotional that seeing her bring this up and going through this. So it definitely touches for me. So I, I obviously can't speak on what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And then, you know, Mimi, God bless your heart. I love that she came <laughs> in and tried to, you know, break it down for her. But it's tricky because sometimes you have to just be careful where the message is coming from. And in this instance, it came from a place of love. They're people. And Mimi was just trying to look out for her girl. But, you know, I'm sorry. But unfortunately, Mimi, like, you're the type of person that she's trying to look like at the end of the day. And so I don't necessarily know if the message coming from you is the best idea. And then also her approach. Like, it was cute, you know, fists up in the air, trying to come through with the black history moment. But where was the empathy? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your friend. Did you find, did, were you able to try to meet her halfway at all? Like, colorism yeah. is a real thing in America. And I just feel like Mimi came at her like, girl, here in America, this is how we do it. We fought for the right to be black. And now here you are. But, miss, you, like, we're igno completely ignoring the fact that colorism is a thing. You know, it's tricky because, you know, Spice was then poking holes through it because she's like, Mimi, you brought me here, but now you're showing me how women of color were straightening their hair to look more European, so how is this helping the cause? I'm going to be honest, if I was Mimi, I would have taken her to see a screening of the old classic School Days. Have you ever seen School Days by Spike Lee Easy? I ha you told me to watch it. Homework. So I definitely, I love a good homework assignment, so let me write that down. That's right, I'd have hey, her Siri. watch that because basically it's about colorism in America, but not just in America, at a HSBCU. So those are historically mm -hmm. black universities. So you can see how colorism actually affects us within the community, yeah. you know, as women of color. And so, you know, it's just very interesting and it's easy to attack. But, you know, I just, I learned a lot about the issue and I see a little bit more about where she's coming from looking at it from 
the perspective of the, the different societal structures in Jamaica. So it's a lot. It's layers. There's a lot of layers. That's why I'm like, it's hard to really kind of side with somebody because there are so many layers to this that you just, you can't really. I know. Add. But bottom line, it just kills me. Like, no, it my does. My heart is wrenched because I don't want anyone ever, ever to feel like they can only fit in one certain type of bucket. Like, I just, I don't know. I just So you feel, you're, you're there for, you're always here for the underdog, right? Uh, yeah, because I felt at a younger age, not to, you know, play the little violin from my story mm-hmm. life, but I kind of was a little bit of an outcast. And if I ever hear that someone else is an outcast, it, I don't know, it just kills me. No, I feel it. I feel really that. Sad. I feel that. But also, it's also a thing about approach, too. Like, are you going to reach people by saying, you're a hypocrite? Or are you going to reach people by saying, hey, let me tell you this story and break down how this happens, right? So black hypocrisy, you know, the title in itself sort of pushes people away. Mm-hmm. So if you want to sort of get a message across, sometimes you may want to be a little more inclusive with that message and not attack people. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. But speaking of attacking. Right. Apparently, some people are feeling a type of way because Kirk, switching gears, obviously, mm-hmm. seems to be mm-hmm. attacking Jasmine's approach on how she is raising their son. Oh, yes, 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 this yes. This is yes. a very interesting thing. And I do not have kids. So the fact that a thing of pull-ups caused so much drama <laughs> amongst social media, etc., I was just like, all right, so this kid is wearing pull-ups. I, I don't really get it. But then chatting with you... It's a whole situation. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it's it's really hard. It's a double-edged sword because you want to say, Kurt, you know, were you there in the beginning to lay down this foundation as a father from the beginning? Why are you now coming in at the third quarter trying to swoop in and tell this woman what to do as a mother? Where were you from the jump, right? But then again, at the end of the day, it's like, listen, bottom line, doesn't matter how long a kid should be getting out those pampers and into the draws. Listen, you guys are the adults. You guys are the parents. And at the end of the day, this child's well-being is what's most important. So it doesn't matter. The finger pointing isn't going to help. You think she's out partying too much? Ma'am, you think that he wasn't there and he can't say anything? That's all good and dandy. But at the end of the day, we got to get this boy on the potty. Yeah, hello. (laughs) I'm the prize. I am the prize, Yeah, stay focused. But so this is a a nice little topical thing that I I thought, again, was hysterical that— pull-ups kind of took a life of its own and also just the whole Kirk and Jasmine thing in general. So we here at VH100 came up with a segment called Don't Read the Comments where we will dive into the comment section on our official Love and Hip Hop Instagram page because every celebrity says it aside from not making a sex tape quote-unquote they don't like to read the comments. So Lejeune and I did a little dive and um, there's some interesting things out there. So first, I saw a girl. <laughs> she said, literally, really, Kurt? Really? With a slew of question marks. Is there anything that's catching your eye with Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this. And Percy.Queen is like, was he worried about her parenting skills when he was acting like he didn't know her? Mm, face emoji. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you were kind of touching on this earlier a little bit. But yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It, <laughs> um, this one, okay. <laughs> this is a little raunchy, but whatever. Don't, sorry, Mom. Nothing asked Kurt. You knew who Jasmine was when you decided to raw dog her behind your wife's back. That's a little aggressive. Mm. That's a little aggressive. Why you mad? So, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Right. <laughs> no, but this one, this is an interesting one. So Jazz is okay with taking child support payments, but he can't ask questions concerning his son. Yeah, what are your right. thoughts on that? No, that's a good point. Like, you know what it is? It's all about approach, though, right? Like, maybe if... 
there was an open communication between them. The conversation could have gone down better, but the fact that he went around her and went to her mom, she As just... A grandmother. Yeah, who else is... Who's not going to come off defensive, right? Which, shout out to Jazz's mom and grandmother. They, like, really maintained their calm, cool, and collective because had... Like, I'm trying to put myself in that situation. Right. If my mom and grandmother were approached by my baby daddy, I mm-hmm. guess, I don't know if they would be so... They were so calm about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, they like were. A short conversation. I was like, okay. And then, well, here we go again. Once again, um, Kirk ain't shit, but that little boy should not still be in no goddamn Pampers, period. period. <laughs> With a T. So, again, the pull-ups came back right into it. But we did see a teaser. Yeah. What's going on next on? Oh, what it's going down about? next on. You know, KK is confronting Tierra for putting hands on Scrap. And you know, you don't really want to mess with um, KK because she G'd up. Akbar V <laughs> is showing Monice a receipt of Scrap and Tommy kissing. Shay Mack is also DJing a Carly's engagement party. And it seems like a little tea got spilt. Yeah, no, yeah. it does look a little interesting. So I'm sure the next episode is going to be just as juicy for the next time you do the free cap. Right. All right. So we did make it rain with new babies on Monday night because, again, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Bambi and Scrap welcomed their new baby. And then on T.I. and Tiny, LaToya and Tommy welcomed their baby as well, Gianna. Aw, welcome baby Gianna. Yeah, so on the season two premiere of T.I. and Tiny's Friends and Family Hustle, we're all excited it's back. And to me, the best opening line literally before you see anybody within 10 seconds of the season premiere, you hear T.I. saying, Sex is better on my bed. Mm, okay. I mean, I I feel like everyone agrees with that. I, I don't know. I I realize I need a new bed. What? 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 Why? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My bed is a little noisy. How did? How did? How does one discover if their bed's a little noisy over the weekend, Lejeune? One doesn't want to talk about it because her mama listened to the podcast. Oh shit. Okay, so <laughs> sex is not better on your bed, but <laughs> right. I'm gonna say yet until I get the new one. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better on my bed because uh, I have memory foam. Oh. And it does like a nice little contour. Not that I have a voluptuous body, but I'm very right. svelte. And I do, I do fuck with a good memory foam. So yeah. if you are in the market for a new mattress, right? Which clearly, you we'll are, talk after this. Yeah, we'll offline in that conversation. Thanks. But back to Ti and Tiny, and aside from our sex lives over here, <laughs> um, yeah. So Ti and Tiny, they're still kind of living separately because he's getting his house done, but he is spending some time at Tiny's house because he has some construction going on. Right. Right. And. I do love the fact that Tiny starts family dinners now. Yes. Every, every Sunday. That's cute. Sunday dinner. I love it. I feel like more families should be doing that thing. It's super cute. I just, honestly, I just love seeing the Harris family work it out. I like seeing that yeah, go and, down. And King has a whole lot of things he wants to work out. Oh, I'm loving King. He is so funny and cute. And T.I. is over here thinking that he's laying down this profound pop advice. And as soon as he leaves, King is like, listen, like... I'm from a different time. I'm raised way different than you, Dad. But, like, honestly, Tip has some really great points. When he was breaking it down, talking about how you, it's not, you might be ready right now, but are you going to be taken seriously if you come out right now because of his age? And that's a key point. Like, you know, artists are ready. You want to rush. You want to get out there. You're like, yeah, I'm lit. I'm popping. I want everybody to hear this right now. I'm going to blow up. But think about it. What male rappers have come out as a kid and grow up 
and are still respected. So if this is your craft and it's really something that you want to do, do you want to be taken seriously or are you just in a rush to get it out there? That's something that you have to think about. Yeah, and I know Tiny also is in agreement with tip about that whole situation she's saying like he king is not ready as well no he's not ready and it just makes me think of like recently when i saw will smith doing his stand-up comedy he did a little joke about how Jaden recorded um what's that song icon icon basically Jaden recorded icon the video and the song in his house and will's like when i tried to get on the remix Jaden is like eh. but that just made me think like king if you want to do your thing you have you can't ask for permission like technology has made it so that kids are doing all sorts of dope stuff you gotta just get it popping on your own you gotta your father has to t- turn on the internet and see the blogs like king just put out this new song and he's like wait what when did you shoot this video in my house yeah, right exactly. honestly the it. truth is listen i'm not giving king any permission to do anything in his father's parents house without permission but i am saying you might have to take a little bit of initiative and take control of your career it doesn't matter how old you are you know be great Ooh, okay so you're just Oh. I'm just saying, you can show them better than you can tell them. <laughs> She's like, take that tip. LeJune's giving your son advice now. Oh, my God. But I just want to do a quick shout-out, obviously, to LaToya and Tommy because I can't imagine, again, I'm not a woman, but being in labor for 12 hours and also having some cameras in there because there was some footage that they aired right. from the hospital. And obviously, you gave birth. God bless you, sis. God like- bless you. I don't know if I could ever do that. And she just talked about how after birth, her vagina looks like the... Shocked emoji. Right. And I was like, oh, wow. I didn't even think to look down there. I wouldn't want to. I, I, I'm i glad that I didn't. And if I ever go through birth again, I'm not, look, I'm not looking at that until it's the windows passed when the doctor says that I'm ready to do the Uchi Coochie again. <laughs> By then, I know that everything down there is a shh. Back into place. That was a lovely sound effect. Thank oh, you thanks. for that visual and for that sound. I was really. Into I wish that. the people at home could see the visual. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Monica, on the other hand, though, one of my favorite highlights is unfortunately, like we don't really hear her talk for the majority of this episode. I know because she has a vocal cord injury. However, kudos to her, though, because she was on vocal rest because she had a Super Bowl performance and she wanted to make sure that she could sing and not lip sync. Right. And so, I respect that. Respect I'm not mad. You can't. Re- I can't be mad at somebody that takes their craft seriously and they're like, you know, I'm staying true to my brand. I didn't do that then. I'm not starting that now. Yeah, exactly. And so I was very proud. And then we do see that she does sing live. Unfortunately, Tiny and Toya kind of missed the They missed show it. Because of traffic. But... Again, being in Atlanta uh, for about a week, oof, that traffic is atrocious. So right. I actually, I see it. As cute as that is, but you were in Atlanta for a week. They live in Atlanta, so they know they should have left earlier. Oh, damn. See, I was trying to get my girls back, and then here you come in. Nah, that's all good. Monica wasn't mad. I'm not mad either. Okay, that's fine. But, but big up to Monica, because she took a risk. Like, what if she would have damaged her voice a little bit more, just trying to be there for her fans? That's a real artist, and somebody that really respects their fans, and the perception that her their fans have on what she actually does, and you could just tell that she's she's true to this. Oh, little Monica. Hugs from, from across the room over here. But uh, this season, Obviously, there's going to be a lot of things going down. Unfortunately, you know, Monica's divorce to the unfortunate passing of T.I.'s sister. And then, of course, Gucci Gate, you know, T.I. is calling everybody out for wearing Gucci after that unfortunate incident. So this season is looking very promising. Right, Miss Thing? Yeah, it's a lot to look forward to. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. 
But we're going to talk about it. I'm sure we will. So uh, before we get into Black Ink, we wanted to remind you, if you would like to get in on the conversation, use the hashtag VH100podcast and say hi. Yeah, and coming up, we're about to get our Snatch Game on with a fun new game called Snatch Game Switch Up. Mm, But let's hop back into it. Black Ink, right? Right. It's fresh on the brain. We're Wednesday nights over here. So Caesar, you know, he's feeling a little guilty about the whole Alex situation. And there's, uh, there's a couple things going down. What was the highlight for you? Do I, you know what? All right. Before I really get into my real, real highlight, I just want to say that I just loved in the beginning of the episode. I don't know why I found it so amusing when Caesar was like, he, I don't give a fuck about Mufasa. I don't give a fuck about Mufasa. He oh was God. serious about that thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, that Caesar. Was, that was anger. No, but seriously, though, did you cry when you saw The Lion King? When I saw The Lion King, I did not cry. I, I didn't cry know. either. Yeah, I don't know if there's an audible gasp in the world, but no, Lejeune nor I did not cry. I right. because we're Geminis. Right. And we, everybody, they were going hard at Caesar, and I was like, it's all right, Caesar. I'm here for you because I didn't cry either, and I'm I'm pretty softy now. But I wasn't a softy when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I didn't show emotions. I don't know. Anyway, let's get on to the real moment. <laughs> we got to talk about uh, Kitty and Bay. For me, that's that that's what I, I want to talk about. I mean, I know that there was some drama, some fights, but I had to I'm just like, Kitty, you weren't joking about what you said about Bay. So first of all, if you if Bay confronted you and you know just who to go to, that means you remember just what comment was being referenced. So, ma'am, how were you joking? Like one, if you're joking, laugh. Yeah. Right, right, and she then did, she did chuckle here and there. Chuckle here and there, but the she, but she didn't read the room. She saw that nobody else was laughing, and if I'm telling a joke and nobody's laughing, I'm be like, I'm, I'm joking, joke J.K. or something. Yeah, no, that is true. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, honestly, like, listen, if you tell a joke about your friend, you need to have had that joke. No, you're talking about your friend behind their back. Because if you're joking, you joke with or to your friend. You don't joke about your friend to other people. So we feel like it would have gone a little better had she just talked to Bay. And made that joke herself is what we're saying. Yeah, or at least, yeah, or at least had the, yeah, don't act, don't act confused when it comes up. At least be like, oh, I understand what you're talking about, but girl, I was just joking. Don't try to act like, I never said nothing about your mom. Like, I don't know. It was just a lot. No, I get it. Well, on (laughs) the flip side, I loved seeing Walt move out of the project into a kick-ass new crib, and he gets to have his kids live with him again, Ty and Deja, and just seeing how genuinely happy he was, like, you you can tell that this man was genuinely happy that to have his children back in his home and that he can offer no. them all this space, a backyard to have a barbecue. He was, like, basically doing cartwheels everywhere. Yeah, he was of, so of excited. That was sweet, and look at you taking my role, I know. highlighting the more profound, heartfelt moments. No, I loved it. He literally would seem so genuinely happy and it's just beautiful to see you know I just feel like a lot of times on TV they're showing the stereotypical dads and it's a new day it's a new day that's right you know dads love their kids and I just feel like you know they get a bad rap but there's a lot of beautiful dope fathers out there and Walt really showed that but you know obviously he got to move his kids into the new house however he still did not miss the trip to LA though no I thought he when Sky brought it up I was like oh Walt's not leaving these kids but he was like oh they out tonight and we out tomorrow. I was like, okay, that worked out. Look at God. <laughs> so everybody goes out to LA to, you know, support and I guess help out with Sky's twerk fashion show. And, you know, Tati, we got a little thing simmering, a lot of yeah. things boiling. Things got simmering, yeah. Things that got simmering. And she kind of got into it with basically everyone. So 
We have to do VH ASMR. We have to. We have to. And before we get into it, let me set this up a little bit better because last week my friends and family members, you know, they were all like, what the hell is this thing that you're doing? And I'm just like, listen, first of all, Google it. We all have smartphones, A, but B, I get it. We want to have a conversation. So the kids are doing this thing called ASMR. It stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, okay? So it's things that people listen to to just relax and to calm your nerves. So it's whispering or like a... Little noises like that to relax you. And we threw the letters VH in front of it because obviously it's VH1. So and we VH100. Hello. So VH ASMR. A lot of things happen. Tati gets into a heated argument with Toki. Which Sky could have de-escalated being that she's HR and all that. But I, I digress. I digress. We're going to do the ASMR. Girl, I was trying to calm everybody down. She all came right. screaming in our ears. Sorry, everybody's ear drums, but <laughs> that's okay. So we want to take the Tati and Toki argument, put the VH ASMR spin on it, and see what's up. Because we want to reenact the heated argument. So we're going to slow it down. Slow it down. And whisper words like, fucker. Okay, so Lejeune, who would you like to be, Tati or Toki? I'll take Tati. Okay, obviously, I'll be Toki. So this is V-H-A-S-M-R-R-R-R-R. Tati, get out of my face. Get out of my face. You're always talking mad shit. Cute. That's right. I'm not as lightheaded as last week. But I feel, I feel, I feel calm. Okay, but you know what's not going to make you calm? The preview for next week's episode because the return of Puma. Hello. I was about to go down. That is like a deep beef between him and Caesar. So I'm very intrigued to see what goes down there because you know Donna's working at that shop again. I know, but you know Caesar's a little self-reflective, so maybe it won't be bad. That's right. Remember, he's all his feelings and reflecting, and Sky put him on. Put me back on that track. I forgot about that shit. Right. We don't know. And then obviously Sky invites Donna to the twerk fashion show, so it should be a cute trip for Caesar because the poor guy was trying to go to LA to relax, but now Donna's popping up. Puma's popping up. We'll just see what happens. 
Right. Mm. All right, so tomorrow night, now, that's a Thursday, we have a new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and everyone's favorite challenge, the Snatch Game. Now, I don't know if everyone's familiar with the Snatch Game, so just in case, I got your back because I'm Easy Manoli. So back in the day in the 70s, 80s, there was a game show called The Match Game. There was two competitors with a panel of celebrities, and in RuPaul's Drag Race, our favorite drag queens that are on this current season are just imitating celebrities. So Lejeune and I decided to switch it up and call it the Snatch Game Switch Off. Right, right, right. So what we're going to do is Lejeune has a number of our beach one celebrities written down. I do. She only knows what she has on these pieces of paper. I have no idea what I'm about to get myself into. No, he didn't. I just wrote them down. She really did. She's a slacker, procrastinator, but that's all right. I forgot. (laughs) It's okay. I got your back, boo. So in honor of the snatch game, I have to figure out who is on my head when Lejeune throws out all these clues at me over here. All right, so here's these pieces of paper. And I'm going to figure out who is on my head. Okay. Ready, Legend? This is the Snatch Game Switch Up! Is this upside down or is this right side up? It's right side up. Okay, so this person is not checking for anybody that's laid out on that table. She thinks that juicing can come from... Um, um, oh, my God, Tokyo! Ah! Ah! I, was, I didn't even get to my cute clues! <laughs> oh, these peepers? Okay. I folded them up real good so you yeah, can no, see. Damn, I just time. gave this guy son advice. He is the yeah. king of the self. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, literally, when you gave his son advice, I'm like, I don't, he's gonna come for you. Guys. I know, I know, cause he don't play. Is, he, it up, is it upside down? It is, but I know what it says. Um, this per, this woman right here is so gone. This we heard very little from her this episode. She keeps it 100 because she's not playing with her fans, and she gonna give it to you how she been giving it to you. This person right here is going through some tumultuous times in her relationship. This person right here has two fans that obviously don't know how to pull it together and get what they need to be on top. But this person right here is a good friend, so she's not really stunting on all that. You don't know who this is? I am so... I can't even focus because you're talking... What? Oh, my goodness. All right. The amount of excitement that is happening out of your esophagus. The person who you have on your head right now certainly didn't see themselves at this phase in her life. (laughs) Why do I have to dig up the dirt? To get you to know what's going on. I'm sorry, Monica. I love you so much. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. This one is upside down, but I can get what that is, too. This is a Love & Hip Hop ATLOG. That means she been doing her thing for a Mimi. long time. Uh, yeah, close, but no cigar, honey. This is person is an artist. This person is a mother. This person <gasps> talks to dogs. This person... Oh, my God. Mama this, Mama Zero to 100 real quick. That's <laughs> right. I love her. Okay, we got two more. We got two more. Okay. We, two more. we need a timer on this. This is exciting. Yeah, you origami the shit out of this. Okay. Right, because I didn't want you cheating. <laughs> I didn't want you to try to make me look crazy. Mama Rizzo, okay, boy, so this cheat. person right here, right now her look, her hair is a rainbow. This person right now was is blamed for a lot <gasps> of drama. Ah! She has so many wigs. I, I know. She loves a good wig. I love she her. She does, and they're cute on her. They're cute on her. All right, so this person right here is a great dad. He was hyping when it was time to turn up in L.A. And, in fact, he said, yo, I'm going to get a drop top so we can do this thing in style. This person right what? here. Yes! That was fun. I couldn't find my clues, so I just went off the top. Oh, damn, yeah. I was like, what's going on? But I no, know yeah, these folks, so though. You're welcome. That was so cute. y'all better tune in tomorrow night for a new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race where they'll be doing the Snatch Game. Right. And Lejeune, guess what? Chicken butt. That's a wrap. Oh!
Can you believe episode two of VH100? It's a wrap. That was cute. That was cute. I have some final thoughts that I do want to say, though. What? Hit me with it. Thinking back and the beef that went down with Tati, and um, it makes me think, like, you know, sometimes I wish that my life was a reality show. Oh. Right, because I'm willing to risk all my dirty laundry to have the ability to play the tape back on a couple months oh. out there. <laughs> if I could just play the tape back, on a couple That's true, because that's like an actual receipt. When people are like, oh, I got a receipt, and then they take forever on their iPhone scrolling through it. When you can, like, dip into the video footage. Yeah, like, I need to go back into the footage. No, we're going to review the footage, and yeah. then let's talk about it. Okay. But, yeah, okay. I'm glad we had that moment. All right, well, thank, thank you. you for bringing us back to that. But, anyway, <laughs> so that's a wrap on episode two of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and spread the word. Be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and at Black Ink Crew. And, obviously, we're going to plug ours, too. I am Easy Manoli, Easy E-Z-M-A-N-O-L-I. And I am LeJune. That's I-M-L-A June, like the month. Mm, so make sure you're listening to us. Keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.